are you having more of I guess an ability to just try these things and have more like open open view to the to the world of driving my motorbike at, at 13 and it opening up those experiences for you as well I didn't say I wasn't in trouble I mean yeah, the police there go. a bicycle going you know faster on the the footpath the sidewalk than the cars are going on the street that tends to attract a bit of attention <laughs> But they, they'd pull me over and they're like, I couldn't do anything. I was 13 years old. The law doesn't allow them to do anything. Yeah. And they're like, take this thing home. Tell your dad to stop building you these crazy contraptions. And I was like, I built it. And they're like, yeah, stop lying. You can't build something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> so what, what does it do to a 13? Well, then does, does it give you, like, I don't know, a, a, also or just a chance to prove yourself then, I guess, if, if people aren't believing you're building these contraptions then? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people, when they saw that thing, they're like, did you build this? Like, really? And it was it was quite ingenious. I started off, went through a few different iterations. Um, at the start, I was using bicycle chains and bicycle chains don't hold up too well to six horsepower. Um, they kept snapping. So I'd have a chain breaker on me. I'd have to take out two links, connect it back together. It had a derailleur on the back wheel um, with six speed mountain bike gears. So I'd have, to have actual gears to go through. Uh, after third gear, it wouldn't pull anymore. The motor didn't have enough power, so it maxed out, like I said, 75 mile an hour. But And it, on the other side, because um, I had to step down the gear ratio quite a bit, so I had a centrifugal clutch, but the brass bearing in it was just a bush bearing. It wasn't roller bearing or anything, and that would flog out from idling and just chew it out, and then the, it would throw the chain off. And so I got annoyed with that and came up with another design with, from the side view, I had a small pulley on the engine from an alternator then i had a larger pulley from a washing machine that i got old school washing machine and then i had a third idler pulley that i got as a just a tensioner from a car with a bearing in it and i put that on a pivot and connected it up to the the lever on the handlebars and what that did was it took the slack uh took the tension off the chain and made it slack so it would act as a clutch so mm. when you pull the clutch and stopped it would just be a loose belt and the engine could just sit there free spinning and then you'd just drop the clutch and it would grab and uh it worked very well i could do burnouts on that thing it wouldn't slip it was it was great yeah and so when it when it comes to looking at getting a career and, and finding like a way to do this and get paid for it like what was your options and did you like how did you find a thing you could do with do all this and and what was your path like um that's interesting i think my career path has changed in multiple different ways as i've grown up and sort of tried to hone in what exactly it is that i want to focus on uh the fabrication side of things was fun it gave me a lot of options it's like okay i want to build something uh and building fast cars i mean i couldn't afford a fast car so growing up when i was 18 i ended up putting a 750cc motorcycle engine in a car the first iteration and it was front wheel drive and i was going for power to weight ratio as a car called a suzuki hatch and hatch is the brand well the model name of it which is weird and it was a 500cc three-cylinder car originally came out i think it's 28 horsepower front wheel drive and what i did was i dropped the motorbike engine into that uh, I left the front wheel drive gearbox in there because it was already connected to the CV joint. So it was an easy way to get power to the axles without doing too much modifications. I angle grinded all the bell housing off this gearbox to, so I could then drop the motorcycle engine in on top and have it fit under the hood. And where the clutch goes on the gearbox, what I did was I welded a small sprocket off the motorbike onto that input um, shaft for the gearbox and then had the motorbike engine sitting directly above it 
that I just ran a small chain to. And so okay. I left the motorbike engine, left the motorbike engine in top gear, six gear. So it would be pretty much one-to-one coming out that output sprocket and then used the clutch in the motorbike engine that was already there, connected that up to the foot pedal. And that was a fun little car. Even though it was only a 750cc um, Kawasaki motor, it was like an 82 model air-cooled, I think it put out 60 horsepower or something like that. That still bagged those front wheels up in third gear on that little... I mean, I only had 12-inch tyres on this car. It weighed 1,000 pounds, 500 kilos. And uh, that thing got up and boogied. I was beating... I was just about keeping up with the V8s. I was blowing away all the V6 stuff. And uh, that, that was the start of it. And from that point on, I was like, okay, I need to build a rear-wheel drive car of this version later on in life. But just the fact I built that in itself was was an awesome achievement. And... It just kept getting bigger and better from there on. Thank you to each and everyone who watches, listens and shares this podcast. Without you and your support, we wouldn't have made it into the top 15 best car podcasts to listen to worldwide. So if you haven't already, please rate the podcast on this app. And if you listen to it on Apple Podcasts, give it a review and let me know what you think. Again, thank you. And without your continued support, I wouldn't still be doing this.